it says recording in progress. Oh, progress. In progress. In progress. progress. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Righty ho. I feel strange, Olympia. <laughs> Righty ho. I know it's because we can't see each other. I know. I know. Noticed already, guys. We are recording virtually. Um, yeah, it's been a stressful week. Um, but we're here. We're here. We're back with another episode of After Eight Podcast. Yeah, this episode is this is not art for discussion, where we discuss your dilemmas, your questions, and more, your issues. You know, we try to sort your lives out. Exactly, um, we are the ones. And I'm ready with some great advice i'm so done i am very excited because i just read some of the some of your questions and there's one in particular that i can't wait to just to read out and discuss so you know all first before we even get into it though i'd like to introduce myself i am chloe immortal our new listeners and i am olympia um yeah and we are your hosts for the for today yes yes, yes. sorry i don't know what i said. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Uh, Should we do our little small talk, or should we head straight into the dilemmas? We can. Let's do a little, a little small talk because you know we like to talk in it. So we can do like a little, little. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, Ollie, and you can answer them. And if you want to, you can ask me. But this can be like a little icebreaker. So right. So we are fast approaching the winter season in fact it's actually well we actually were just talking about how it's getting cold now yeah I wanted to ask you if there were three places that you could go to in December to celebrate Christmas where would they be in in the UK or anywhere in the world anywhere in the world okay I feel like I would love to oh that's so difficult (laughs) I've got where where is the where's do you know the Christmas place the Santa what's it called Lapland Lapland is that Lapland huh is that a place what country is that in it's I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in America oh okay exactly. cool yeah I feel I can't remember but I've definitely looked before it costs like seventeen thousand pounds so maybe we'll go at some point so I'm just checking Lapland oh. It's actually, I think it's um, that place you went to, Iceland. To Iceland? Oh, no, it's in Finland. Oh, okay, so near. Yeah, so somewhere that's also quite cold. So I'd love to go to Lapland with the kids. I think it'd be really properly Christmassy, like snowy, lovely. Um, I would also love to go to Ghana. Mm Because I feel like I'd love to spend Christmas, you know, back home, my origin town. Um, (laughs) (laughs) with family like I think it would be really nice I haven't had I don't think I've ever had a Christmas in Ghana and obviously now there's like a big like party culture so it'd be like a nice balance of like wholesome but also let's get lit yeah Um, and then lastly I think probably this sounds really random but like probably like America because they just take holidays really seriously they do they really like it'd be like London on steroids Mm -hmm. like New York at Christmas snow all of the like big shops of all of the stuff I think that'd be 
Amazing. What about yourself, Chloe? You're going away for Christmas. Yes, I am. I'm going somewhere that's not Christmassy at all, though. But um, where are you going? I'm going to Turkey. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm going so to go Barcelona to- last year. Barcelona last year. This year is going to be Turkey. And Damn. I know. I'm just like, oh, okay. So it's going to be like not obviously not super hot, but it's still going to be quite warm. Okay. Um, and we're going on more of a, a luxury holiday in a sense of it's like a five-star hotel um it's a resort in fact so everything mm. is on the resort um yeah and it's all inclusive so we're all just like yeah let's let's do you know what, yeah I don't know if I mentioned before TikTok won me over and like there's so many videos of people going to Turkey and doing like all inclusives and I'm just like this is so cheap it just looks so I'm like, and it's cheap so I'm just like let's do it so uh, yeah, we're gonna go for a week, which will be very cute. But yeah, it probably won't be that Christmassy at all. Um, no, because it's a Muslim country. Yeah, um, so, I know. But at the same time, I know obviously they're quite commercial. Yeah. yeah, like you know exactly quite touristy. So I'm sure there there definitely will be some elements of um, a Christmas feel. But I don't think it's gonna be like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll have Christmas shoes. I don't know. But I don't think it'd be anything like in your face, like anything like how we do over like in the UK or like in the United States so yeah. that should be cute but I think I would love to go to New York for Christmas and yeah. I think my, my reason for it is um Home Alone now Home Alone mm-hmm. is one of my favorite Christmas films ever and obviously when they obviously go to New York I'm just like it, this just looks amazing like everything is just so grand and just OTT which I would love to experience um mm-hmm. I think over in America, like, I know, well, I got to experience, um, what's the holiday before Christmas? I got to experience Thanksgiving. Now, in mm-hmm. America, that is huge. Like, that, I'd say that's actually bigger than actual, like, Christmas. Um, Thanksgiving is, is really, really big. Um, yeah, it's November, isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, they go in, like, uh, they take that seriously. And, yeah, I definitely, I would say that is bigger than the holiday season, as they call it. So they don't call it Christmas. They say the holiday season. Holidays, I guess yeah. it would be inclusive for um, different mm-hmm. religions. Um, yeah. They always say happy holidays and never Merry Christmas, which is very interesting. So I would mm-hmm. like to, yeah, I would like to go to New York for that reason anyways, because I feel like New York is very Christmassy and because of Macaulay Culkin. Is that how you say his name? Macaulay Culkin. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I think definitely, yeah, so New York would be one. I think my second would be back home. So for me, it'll be Uganda um, because same reason as Ghana really is like, it's just, it pops off at Christmas. Everyone goes, has a good time. I love to experience like that, especially being an adult. And I I think in particular that period, because I feel like in Uganda, in Ghana, and just in Nigeria, those like, it's basically dirty December. So it'll be great to go and experience that especially as an adult and then the third place where would I like to go I wouldn't want to go anywhere cold like I know you mentioned mm-hmm. that the cold is too much Olympia oh, I couldn't I couldn't do it in this period but oh, I do it would be really nice. it's so beautiful but I when I experienced Iceland I said I don't know if I could do this again mm-hmm. but it was it was it was painfully cold but I like the idea of it I think like it's very picturesque so it's cute. But I think the third place for me would be somewhere just random like Bali. Just somewhere just holiday, you know? First of all, Bali's not random. Yeah? yeah but as in, like, everyone goes Bali, innit? <laughs> Have you been? No, like, all right, first of all, relax. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> I can't stand like you. Everyone. That's Who's true. everyone, boo? 
Oh, you know, that's really nice. I think I think Bali would be a great place as well, just because everyone there is so nice. Mm-hmm. You can imagine that they would just really... And they're like, um, I think they are. Don't quote me, but I think they're Hindu. No. Who? Buddhist. I think they're Buddhist. Um, a lot of the... Oh, okay. Um, people in... The Indonesians in Bali. I think they're Hindu, okay. but they don't. Or mm. Hindu or Buddhist, one of the two, or maybe both. Um but I definitely think they're like Christmassy because I went in January and there's still like Christmassy stuff out. Mm-hmm. But no, that would be nice. But instead, I'm going to be in cold London. We love it. You know, having the same Christmas that I've had every year for the last 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually really looking forward to Christmas. Like the kids are excited. Um, and my mum's birthday. Yeah, I can't wait. I do. I love Christmas. I can't wait for everyone to be happy and for yeah. work to be more relaxed because everyone yeah. is just, you know, it's like, out. yeah, everyone's clocked out. It happens pretty much like second week in December. Like, mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. I love, I love, like, not saying that's necessarily going to apply to me, but regardless, it does slow down during, during like that period. Yeah, and even obviously, like in your your job now, like you said, it might not apply in the same way, but definitely like that. You know, you have a week that you're actually going to be off exactly regardless so you can properly switch off like please i'm asking you when you go you go okay chloe yeah i'm like delete emails off your phone my i'm leaving my work phone at home like i'm setting that boundary i do like i'm so sorry i'm on holiday and no one's gonna no there's nothing that yeah there's other people there's nothing that needs to be done immediately i feel like you need proper need to have a break yeah no you're right that's my advice to you no you're Mm -hmm. right gonna take that on love honestly and straight back to you as well 100% we just need to switch off and just actually going to the new year because I'm gonna be off like from my holiday period straight into the new year so that Mm. let's say I'm gonna be off for like two weeks are you gonna be there for new year's as well no 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 I'm gonna come back for new year's um but um I'll still be off work Okay, yes. Like off work for like two weeks, which yeah. is great. So great. we need to enjoy that time. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent, baby. A hundred percent. Yeah. I know, I know. It's weird. This is the first time I think I've proper had a conversation about Christmas. Um, yeah. First dilemma reads. Oh shit, no, I, I, sorry guys, I, I don't even have it up here. One second, I was about to read something completely different. Okay. I'm screaming. Something. I was going to read you started reading your notes, your own personal Yeah, I was like, damn, <laughs> okay. All right, guys, first dilemma or first message reads, Hey girls, I hope you're both good. Love listening to your episodes. They make my work commute so much more enjoyable. Keep growing and staying consistent. I love to see black women doing their thing. Thanks. Thank you. My dilemma is something I've struggled with for years. Like a lot of women, I have certain things I don't love about myself. And now I'm in this, I'm in the financial position to change that. I've had a few consultations to get an area of my body corrected, but I'm battling with myself because I feel like I'm contradicting the self-love girl that I am. (laughs) Corrected is crazy. I know. I've been (laughs) corrected, right? Do you think that someone can change something about themselves and still love themselves? I know I should sh- um I know I shouldn't care what people think, but it would be good to hear your opinion on this. Um to hopefully make me feel less hard on myself. Love to hear your thoughts. Thank you. 
Um, I feel like we've had like similar things like this before. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say you can do what you want. I think in terms of like actually having cosmetic surgery to permanently change something on your body should be like deeply considered. I don't think you should think about it one day and decide to do it the day after. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if you have the money, but it sounds like you have been thinking about this thing for a long time and now it's obtainable and now you're ready to do it. So I would say as long as you've gone through the process of actually like, what does this mean for me? And because there are positives to having cosmetic surgery, people can argue, they can go and argue with their mum. Like I had my boobs done. I do not regret it at all. In fact, I should have got implants. I should have had them <laughs> under my chin. I should, like there's <laughs> like I I think it can really be beneficial if it's ah. I think it can really be beneficial if it's like well thought out and it's something that you've deeply considered, you've like weighed up all of the risks and you will feel better for it because we can't lie. Of course you care how you look. Everyone cares how they look. Um, And if you have a thing on your body that you do not love, I think it is okay to change it. But I don't know, that's a controversial opinion, but I just think you you are within the rights to change something that you really dislike as long as it's not like an addiction and then now you've done one thing you're getting another thing another thing another thing till you're unrecognizable I think if you change one thing that can change your life and your confidence moving forward I would say go for it yeah yeah um, what it's, about so, you? it's so funny because today I was just scrolling on the the clock app and um <laughs> and um like a clip from an interview popped up and it was from well it was Lato I'm not saying I'm saying Lato I sound so funny saying it in a British accent but Lado the rapper yeah um she was speaking about um yeah cosmetic surgery and she said that yeah like you know she's had some work done and one thing that I that kind of like made me go do you know what I love that you're sharing this is that she said that even when you go and get parts of your body or you know um yeah surgery essentially done you're never gonna really be content with with that she was just like each of that yeah I got my body done and whatever um and uh, we still edit our pics we still do this we still do that and she was like and I love that she said that because I feel like that's just normal Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we do especially as women we do care about how we are presented and how we are seen and especially being a woman beauty is something that's kind of like held highly and um and unfortunately not saying that we're only just beauty but that's what you're judged on initially exactly and Mm. I feel like if you feel uncomfortable in your skin I 100% agree with the whole um idea of like going and um in changing that or improving that and mm. whether that's a cosmetic or a non-cosmetic route I do feel like either way as long as obviously it's safe and you know mm. you're careful um I do feel like you're in every right to go ahead and do so I just I just think that also know that you're not going to get the quote unquote mm-hmm. look just know that you will let's say you decide to go and get a BBL for example or yeah. a section go and get that but you do know that you have to maintain that you do have to um work i.e um go to the gym i.e yeah. um you know monitor what you're eating and what you're consuming like 
yeah. these are all factors that you you shouldn't forget. So don't feel, don't think that going ahead and getting surgery is going to be the solution because it's not. Yeah, the fixer I, of all things. It's not the fixer of all things. I just kind of mm. see it. Maybe it's just a little, a little, um, what do you call it? A little step foot, like a step ahead, maybe perhaps, or like, like the thing is, it will add it will add to your confidence a hundred percent in that area. But what you will do is then focus on a different area, or you'll focus on the area that you've just done and yeah. think, like I said before, about oh, I would go back and get implants. How often do I go? My boobs are so saggy now, Chloe. Yeah. And you're like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're not. So you're completely right. It doesn't. It's not going to fix everything. But I definitely believe in bettering yourself. Like you said, Chloe, it could be anyways. It's the same as like someone who's severely overweight is still beautiful. They're still beautiful. There's absolutely nothing wrong with them. But if they turn around and say, I want to work out and lose weight or whatever, that doesn't work. Now I want to get a gastric band. People can sit and judge, but it's okay to want to quote unquote better yourself because I don't think you're better if you're smaller but you definitely are healthier if you're doing it in the right way. Um, there's like a lot of risks that come with stuff like that. So she didn't say what what area, yeah. Yeah, which makes it hard because, sis, if it's a BBL, no. I don't care if your bum is inverted. <laughs> that procedure is so dangerous mm-hmm. that I think there's no, no reason that I would say, yeah, yeah cool, go and get it. I think you have to really like do your research and weigh out the risks and in terms of what actually goes into having a BBL which I think people don't really think about it's like one fat particle gets into the wrong like blood vessel or artery you're done yeah like there are do you know what I mean and there are things you can do in terms of changing your body shape like that that can be done without surgery yeah Chloe have you seen like the new trend of like the liquid PBLs. Yeah, I actually know someone that's had that done. What does it look like? Do you know what? It looks absolutely fine. Um, okay. it, it, yeah, it looks absolutely fine. Like she's she has she's definitely been an advocate for it, and like she's open about it, and has even you know obviously promoted um, mm. where she's got it done. And I think she looks fantastic. I just think mm. that she. I know that this girl is not. She's not. She's not, she's a very smart girl. So she's not going to just lie on anyone's. Um, on bed mm-hmm. or whatever and just receive injections. I think yeah. the only so I know that okay I know she's she's on top of it the only thing that I do fear is that I there's not enough research about it so it's there's kind not, of like, not been enough time yeah there's not been enough time so for me I am a bit I am a bit more skeptical when it comes to um like new procedures in fact even the, mm. there's a recent one that's going around called lemon bottle and it's like a fat oh thing and like for me like I was watching videos about it but I just kind of like I was like 10 years ago five years ago well, we didn't know about lemon bottle unless obviously it was around but it was called something else but I'm just like yeah these, these like these quick fi- fix like fixes yeah surgical procedures mm. I don't think that you should be running to go and get this done ASAP I don't necessarily think that it's something that is, um, I'll be real, like, safe. Um, the thing is, the trick is, everyone wants to do it because it's cheaper. Exactly. And also for the fact that, like, okay, it's, it's cheaper and it's quick. The down, the recovery time is mm. speedy. Like, mm. and I, I hear it, but I also think that a quick fix isn't always it. I definitely feel as if, like, you don't need to, like, especially when it comes to your body and your health, you need to be really careful not to just, don't play with your life. That's what I think. Mm-hmm. Especially don't, and I, I think it's really important not to play with your life when it's to do um for like 
for beauty standards essentially oh 100 percent. you know how often people i know it probably doesn't sound like oh because someone's not dying every 10 minutes it's not that many but a lot of people actually die from yeah. these procedures um i feel like i sound like a hypocrite but something like breast surgery mm-hmm. as much as it's like a quote-unquote major surgery it's something that has been done for years and years and years and years and it's done on the NHS it's like there's lots of reasons to get your boobs done it's, it's so safe mm-hmm. in comparison to something that's like fat transfer from one part yeah. of your body to another part of your body that is literally you're, you're changing God's work here <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. but like you're right there and, and the fillers as well that one as well that is actually what are, what material is it do you I, know do you know what I uh, I read what it was, but I, I don't know what the actual material is, but it's something. Because the amount, like lip fillers, nose fillers, that's literally like, what is it, like a mil? Yeah, it's, exactly like, it's such a tiny, minute amount. But I'm actually not against like that at all, because I think, one, it's not permanent. Yeah. Two, it's such a tiny amount. Yes, I'm sure it's not great for you, but to get your bum filled in oh, with no. fillers is it is dangerous yeah it doesn't Um, doesn't even like it doesn't even look right like when I see places um advertise there and I'm okay I'm not trying to knock us down but hmm. I see a lot of young girls are they're the ones that are doing Hmm. it like you know when they set up their aesthetic um Mm -hmm. called it aesthetic is that what it's called yeah their little um studios and it's just like yeah they do a course what, what, yeah. where this course I just don't I'm just for me I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know I'd well, this is the thing it's so easy to obtain these qualifications if you can afford it and you attend it anyone can do it yeah and what I love is that like I've got a few friends who have their own businesses but their background is nursing they've exactly. got medical backgrounds that makes people a lot more better like I'll be for real <laughs> listen I need you to have some sort of degree in science in life science please before I'm coming <laughs> but um to, to get my whole bum injected with I don't know what it is with but with whatever it is yeah. but um no it's true you're right Chloe like it's very easy to come out of college go to the ones you know the the, be- the beauticians who actually go to beauty school they have to properly learn um everything they learn in terms of um how to shape things properly how to make sure it's safe what to do if something happens or goes wrong it's like they're the ones I trust the ones who do the online courses it's just like hmm <laughs> yeah I don't know because I just see it as in that. So you're telling me, me, I can also go and do that that course and then start to admit yeah. people. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. It's and that's what annoys me because I'm like they actually get they're getting their bag and I'm kind of jealous because I'm like, hey, I've actually got a degree and shit like this that I could actually exactly convert it. exactly. But I just don't know how I feel about being the person who does that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, let's not have, like I have the best morals. No, I'm joking. Um, no, I'm joking. But I'm um, sorry. So back to your dilemma. I, I feel think, like, yeah, there you go. No, I was going to say, as in, I think like some of the main points that you to consider um, is just, just understanding that there's, if you go ahead with like with the procedure, whatever it may be, just knowing that like, it's not going to fix, quote unquote, fix how you feel about your physical appearance it will edit it but it's not going to fix it it's not going to be the solution and I feel like you have to be prepared for that and okay with that um mm-hmm. and just be willing to be like okay cool like 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it not necessarily being the answer to my prayers, but it probably ha- mm. it probably will make a difference for you. So, yeah, I just think it's just no, really important just just to just to remember that. Yeah, and please like just make sure do your research before speak to people who have had the surgery because sometimes you speak to people and they will tell you I regret it, and a lot of people will tell you they regret it. Mm-hmm. Um, some people won't be as honest because they feel like they look stupid. But I definitely think do your research, speak to people and may ultimately make the best decision for yourself. Safety before anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, go go do your thing, girl. Go do your thing. <laughs> Shall we move on to the next dilemma? Yes. It's Olympia. It's Chloe. If you're loving this episode. Stop and rate us on Spotify right now. Go on, go. Go on, do it. Go like do it now. It. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, hi girls I want to start off by saying I love the podcast the, te- the chemistry between the two of you is unmatched and I look forward to listening each week keep up the great work Thank thanks you. babes okay so going into the dilemma let's get to the issue I'm a single girl and I'm finally in a place where I'm ready to date I don't know what I'm looking for but I'm open to experiences whether that be casual experiences short term or long term I hadn't had an issue meeting guys or them moving to me as I'm pretty social and I'm out all the time. The main issue I'm having is guys doing the most and then distancing themselves. I don't get it. Why put in so much effort and act like you want something um, and then just let it fizzle out after a few weeks? Am I doing something wrong? Am I being too open? I'd love to hear your opinion on why this keeps happening. Sending lots of love. Oh, well. Well, <laughs> definitely relate to this one 100%. <laughs> because I wish I had the answer for you as in as to why they do that, but I don't because I just think that they're weird. I just I just don't know what it is. But <sighs> one thing that I could say though is and I feel like when you're going into dating and you're not looking necessarily for that life partner, but also your open to potentially meeting that person I think it's just really it's really important to enjoy it don't see it as a a task of like I'm out here to find my man or I'm out here Mm -hmm. to find my girl or my my date like don't look at it as that but look at it like dating is supposed to be fun now you're going to stumble across people that will waste your time but I feel as if like you know when you yeah when you go into something not expecting Mm-hmm. to be on the end or even though you do deserve it I feel like it's a lot more easier on yourself when you potentially get disappointed because it's not like you put all your bags um all your items into one one basket I say mm-hmm. I genuinely think even though it's not the hardest thing I mean the easiest thing to do most like date multiple people if you're just looking to meet new people and on all of that jazz like you will have your favourites and I think that's fine. But mm-hmm. I feel like make it a thing where you know that one, you're the shit and you're the prize in this situation. So whether that's um the prize in the sense of like someone gets to take you out on a date or someone gets to gets the experience of sleeping with you or someone gets the experience of being your partner, you're the prize. Remember that. Um and that's glory. <laughs> <laughs> and when you when you actually, you know, take in the fact that you are the prize, you're going to start treating yourself like the prize and you're not going to accept nonsense and you're not going to pour into things that serve you nothing, if, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. yes, you are going to come across 
um, useless people, 100%. But I feel like when you know who the fuck you are, um, it hopefully shouldn't get to you as much because you know that oh, this person is just a, a dry leaf. I've got my many others here. Like that's, It's fine. It's actually fine. Yeah. But I just, I do feel like dating needs to be, in order for you to avoid getting hurt, like you, that hurt is inevitable. It might happen, but um, in order for you to like avoid getting really hurt, I feel like when you're dating, I feel like you need to take it lightly and not be like, oh my god, I need to find my person. Not saying people that you know do date and do kind of like search for their partner. Not to say that that's there's anything wrong with that. I've done that accountable like so many times in the past, but I'm also saying that to avoid the uselessness of you know people coming into your life and and just in a certain sense portraying themselves and your situation as something that it isn't I say yeah 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 I yeah no I mean I definitely agree with everything you've said I think it's like Chloe said it's going to be really difficult to like filter out people but trust your gut I think a lot of the time in situations we do know what it is when it's happening but we convince ourselves or we allow the words of others to convince us that it's something that it's not but we know it's not because when you're in a situation that is genuine I think the questions that you have when you're dating the the foolish guys they're not there anymore and that's what you'll realise. I think when you get in a situation, you'll just know because all the questions of, oh, but does he actually really like me? All of those questions, they won't really be there because you will know the person will show you that they like you. And I also think it's very like, it's a telltale sign when someone's like love bombing you and saying all of these things that don't make sense at the time. Um, oh, Sorry, my brain's gone blank. At the time, um, in a sense of, if you've been dating someone for two weeks, and now they're going on like they're going to spend their life with you. It's kind of a red flag because how do you know? You should be thinking, how do you know you want to spend your life with me? You don't know me. Like, that's worrying if you don't have any questions or expectations from me. Because I believe that when you're dating, everyone should have expectations. And everyone should ask questions. Everyone should know what they want from this relationship. So if those questions aren't being had and that person is doing the most, they're likely doing it because they want something out of it. So um, similar to what you said, Chloe, I think take your time, enjoy it, but also just don't allow, don't change your feelings based on someone else's feelings. If you're not really feeling it, then you're not really feeling it. If you are feeling it and the other person's feeling it, go with it. As soon yeah. as you start seeing those flags show up, start to adjust yourself. Like you said, you're no longer number one. You can go down to number three, start talking to number one a bit more, see how you feel. Go out, enjoy it. Like there's no pressure but if you're if you if you were going and looking for a husband, honestly, I would just apologize and say I can't help you. But because you're open to different scenarios, I think you have to just just go out. Just go out. You said that it's not difficult. You get moved to. You're always out and social. Like you're going to come across a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't work with one, it definitely will work with another. So I think just keep. Everyone is going through the same thing. Like dating is actually in the UK anyway. It's in London. <laughs> in the in the black community um obviously I don't know what race you are I don't know how it is for you but it is difficult for everyone so you're definitely not alone um I think you've got to step up at the fact that you go out a lot and people move to you often because 
especially when you get to like your 30s and you're not in social spaces, it is really difficult to meet people. So you, you're sort of ahead in the game in that sense. But um, yeah, I feel like just enjoy it. Just don't put any pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. Go out and have fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is the ghetto. It is the ghetto. <laughs> it is the ghetto. <laughs> like I have some address. If you leave leave your type, <laughs> explore uh, different people. I don't think stick to don't stick to what you know if it hasn't been working. Yeah. Be open and try new things, whether that be like someone with a different background of job like if you go if you're someone who goes for like music industry people and it's not working go for someone in tech do you know what I mean like try going for different types of people and not just your usual because you never know yeah no that I think that's so true that is 100% so true oh yeah I mean I feel like when I really look at a lot of relationships especially in with black women they seem to have better experiences once they've stepped out of their like comfort yeah like they've allowed themselves to be open to something that they haven't been used to and Mm -hmm. you know potentially that could be their calling do you know what I mean that could be where where is it no definitely date a nerd nerds are nice (laughs) (laughs) you never know but um yeah, I guess that's that's all I can say. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I, it's definitely not you. It's it's the game. <laughs> it's the I'm game. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, because I think I do believe in different countries, in different places, in different areas, it's not as big an issue because yeah. relationships are deemed as more important. I think in London, especially in certain communities, it's on the back pedal. It's sort of like, oh, I don't need to settle down. A lot of people are in the mindset of, I am fine on my own. And I don't need to settle. If you went to like a little village, all those people are married, they're dating each other. If they break up with someone, they're with someone else the next week. So it's just like, it's the culture of it. And um, yeah, I don't think that anyone can really control that or change that. So you just got to learn how to navigate through it whilst enjoying yourself. Right, next message reads... Ladies, 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 you're going to think this is some kind of joke dilemma, but I'm dead ass. Sorry, before I go on, can I just say I love y'all? Thanks for you. Wait, thank you for giving me an insight to black girls in the UK because y'all are dope as fuck. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Shout out to my girl. I'm assuming that you're from the US um, because of the y'all. Um, dead ass. Dead ass. Um, okay. I have a load of shit I need help with. No pun intended. My problem is I start work at 7am every morning and finish around 6pm. My daily routine before was very much home-based as I work from home for the last two to three years. But in this new role, I need to be in the office. To cut a long story short, I shit two to three times a day. And this is usually around 9am and 4pm. You can probably see where I'm going with this. How can I poop discreetly without anyone realising? Our office has two toilets, or toilets with only two cubicles in an office of around 10 to 15 people. I've tried it before, but there is always likely to be someone waiting to come in straight after me. When I tell you I died and just pretended it already smelled before I got in. 
I don't know how to navigate this issue and just hold it in, but I feel so uncomfortable the entire day. Have y'all ever had this issue and how do you go about it? First of all, <laughs> I love that. I'm so happy you're real and you and you sent that through because we can all relate as much as we don't like to openly admit it. We can all relate to this. Oh, everyone needs to poo. <laughs> everyone needs to poo. As in... <laughs> It's a necessity. Do you know? I know. I'm okay. I'm. I know. Nah. What? I know. What I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> so. My thing would be. I don't know what your office setup's like, but a majority of the time, I can imagine there are probably other toilets in the building. So I would say just go to another department <laughs> and use their yeah. toilet. That's the, easiest, that's the easiest thing you can do I would say oh, go to another department another floor but it sounds yeah. like this is it like I feel like this is it for her and there's only two cubicles in an office of 10 to 15 people yeah I think yeah, even, even if you don't have another floor there, yeah. there hopefully is like a public toilet like there's something nearby where like perhaps on your lunch break or those two designated times that you mm. take a trip you can go out and use those toilets at least at the end of the day if, if a stranger like smells your shit it don't matter you're not going to see them again but exactly. like with, when it's your colleagues I understand it it's, it's a bit more techie so so I do get, it is really awkward like I don't care what anyone says it is awkward <laughs> There's no, and you know, there's the whole like culture of, oh, everyone poos. Obviously, we know that and we should talk about it or whatever. But in terms of actually pooing and then someone walking in yeah. straight after you yeah. poo is horrifying. <laughs> like, have you ever walked into a toilet when someone has just shat? I will walk out. I don't care if you're offended. That's not like it stinks that like, I can't. Yeah. And I'm so no... sorry, like, I don't want to smell your shit. Like, I can do my own, but I I can't. I don't want to smell someone else's. Like, that's just, for me, it's just way too personal. Oh, and too I shouldn't much. be smelling that. Like, it shouldn't be in my nose follicles, whatever you call it. Like, I don't, no. I shouldn't be smelling and it. And there are poo particles that fly around. It yeah. means that it's, it's touching us. <laughs> when you can smell, it means it's touching you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, nah. But I definitely hear your pain. Obviously, like, I used to have a job where I started work at, 7am and finished at 8pm but wouldn't get out there till later and bearing in mind this is like in a hospital setting or whatever so you're on a ward there's one staff toilet and it's yeah. on the ward there it's not like secretly there's one staff toilet and it's on the ward um so it was, it was really difficult because I just couldn't go there but because it was a hospital what I used to do is go to the ground floor which mm-hmm. is more like a public toilet and go and go in there and I would just wait. I will wait in the cubicle until everyone has left, if I have to. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I have, do you know what I mean? Do you know, like when you hear someone, as soon as you hear someone enter the cubicle, you quickly exit. Um, and I always wash my hands on the sink that's furthest away from the toilet that I use. So it looks like it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. And do you know what? Yeah, like I feel like, um, you know, when you mentioned, Ollie, about like, you know, if someone uses the cubicle and then you walk into it, like you'd walk mm. from That's really like, I don't even think you're being dramatic because I think that's truth because I've been in situations where, well, first of all, I'm I'm the type of person who is, I don't like, I don't like other people feeling like embarrassed or making them feel mm. the same way. So I'll try and firm it. But I'll be honest, I have been in situations where I've walked in 
like just after my colleague has used the bathroom to do a number two. And I'm sorry, the level of respect, it definitely went lower because it the smell, like I was so rebuffed and I was like, how can you choose to do that in a workplace? Like you, you I know some people can't, you know, um, you don't want to judge but for those who can't for example control like I I get it like it's not even your your fault but it was like for those who can like what are you doing like I'm so sorry we've all been in situations where you can hold it or at least find an appropriate place for you to release I don't feel like it's the work toilet unless everyone's gone like no like you know what I see as well to be tactical as well is that when I used to work like in the office like five days a week like years ago I would tactically come in earlier and use the bathroom or mm-hmm. I would, yeah, again, wait till the end of the day when like the majority of the office are gone and, you know, the only people that are going to come cut like, come in are the cleaners in the evening. But other than that, like I would strategically plan it. Like also I would suggest like maybe trying to, um, in the morning when you wake up, I, one thing that's good is drinking hot water. Drink. Yeah, or hot water. Green tea, yeah, green tea or hot water because I don't know about y'all, but for me, I didn't know this was a thing, right? Because, yeah, until I actually tried it and instantly I literally went to the toilet, like instantly. So, (laughs) so like, I was so shocked, but I maybe perhaps trying that method so that you've emptied your bowels like in the morning and then um, maybe perhaps you can just empty it again at the end of the day or the working day if you're unable to locate a toilet that's That's not yeah yeah because I think especially when it's a case of there is only one toilet I know it sounds mad it is a bit selfish to go and shit like when there's bare people there Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said like we both said I can't I can't no matter how much I need to wee I can't hold my breath and go in a toilet that stinks like shit I cannot yeah I can't I can't that's literally across the line yeah, that's where it's like the, the, I will I will hold it. I will hold my wee for an hour if I have yeah. to. Like I physically would feel sick. Yeah. It's horrible. Like that's it's absolutely horrible. horrible. And no one's fine. It's not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. And there's like do you know there's like toilets that smell when you walk in, but then you mm-hmm. then you locate the cubicle that it's coming from. Yeah. It's a different type of smell. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's not pleasant and it's not nice. So um yeah, unfortunately, your options are limited, but I would say go to another department, um, find another, yeah, find a local place, do what Chloe said, but I don't think you should shit in that office. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you want to maintain respect, because it's mad awkward. <laughs> Like or maybe like they're not like a disabled toilet somewhere. Those are the best disabled the toilets. Best. When I say they have seen me so many times, those are my besties. I and love. And I feel them. like they're made for pooing because, like, yeah. they're, they're bigger, they're ventilated. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's even if it smells, it's not like do you know, like in the small confined cubicle. I feel yeah. like it's made for that. Like, it airs out quicker. Like. <laughs> Try and find me. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. Like, I know it's bad, but I actually feel like it's really no, I I know it's bad ish, but Mm -hmm. I think what's badder is inconsiderate people in in cubicles. Like when you know that Mm. you're literally back to back with someone in the next cubicle, like oh my god. Didn't your colleague do that before? 
Yes, and it was awful. I didn't know how to look in her eyes. It was the noises that you heard. It was insane because it was just like, you know, when you go into um, the bathroom and like, I think I was washing my hands or something. And then so we both have seen each other. We've seen each other's faces and she greeted me. Like she was like, oh, hey, Chloe. I was like, hey. And then she went into the bathroom and started to, it was <laughs> revolting. And honestly, I hear it. I'm sure I've made similar sounds in the comfort of my home. Like the way she released it was so <laughs> inappropriate. And for me, I felt as if like, if this was any other situation, I am like, I could have gone to HR to, to, to talk about <laughs> how I feel inappropriate now. I feel, oh, sorry, uncomfortable in the workplace. Like, I avoided her for so long after that. Like, there's no way we can key, key, key after you've done that in front of me. Uh, no, it's too much. It's too much. Like, Maybe. That is wild. <laughs> That's, what you, that's, that's, that's some next level of privilege, you know. That yeah, you I, I felt disrespected. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because I was like, you don't even have any, like, you don't rate me at all. Yeah, you don't rate me whatsoever. How you, you're just going to shit when I'm here. Like, it's insane. You haven't put tissue, you haven't done anything to make anything. it bearable or undetectable. You sat that's and you water splash you let it so you your shit drop it even at home I put tissue in the toilet yeah because I'm so sorry when water slaps my bum I can vomit I'm screwed. Uh, my mum, like from really young, she used to teach us. She's like, and also she just used to be like, ah, no one wants to hear your shit dropping. <laughs> so, like, always, always, I'll put like bare tissue so it just lessens the blow. Yeah. <laughs> to the water. That's so funny. Um, but no, sorry, that's wild. That's yeah. what you call no fucks given. You know, it was, it was just, it was actually very disrespectful. Like, I feel disrespected. That's it. That's so funny. Oh, well, I hope we have answered your question. <laughs> Same. Girl, you I need to think of a strategy leave. plan. Yeah, you're going to have to think about it, but holding it in is not the answer. It's horrible. Yeah. Horrible. So you just got to navigate in a way that you're, you know, yeah, you've got a plan. Trust me, I feel yeah. like we provided you with different options. So hopefully one of them or two will definitely work for you. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll go on a hunger strike, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat before work. <laughs> Don't eat before work, at work, during work, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I think that's the last one, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's for this episode, yeah. Yes, we've come to the end of the episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope we've been helpful with our advice. Um, (laughs) Yeah, keep sending in your dilemmas, guys. Send in any questions, even if it's not a full-on you want to tell us about your life, send us anything. We will talk yeah. about it. We'll pick it up. Um, yeah. So, Chloe, if they want to email us, where can they email us? You can email us at afterratepod at gmail.com. Um, and on our socials, you can either DM us or message us or comment on Instagram. You can find us at afterratepod. <laughs> um, and on Twitter. It is afterratepod underscore. Yes. Um... I have been Olympia. And I have, sorry, I literally got a message. And I've been. Oh, you know. <laughs> Guys, this is what happens when you record virtually. Like, I, I feel like we're news reporters right now. Do you know, like with the delay, I'm like, is she there? <laughs> Oh, okay, guys. We will see you next week and we'll be back with our normal episode. Uh, so see you soon. Amazing. Thank you so much, guys. Have an amazing week. Bye.